all-American half pounder, pure beef patty, lettuce, tomato, singles. This is Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, punk, new wave, and DIY punk eras of the last century. I'm Stephen Rotten. And I'm Adrian Vicious. And we're in a band, the Beef People, who released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records. But we're record collectors and passionate especially about the expression of pop music perfection. That is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes for great singles what propelled us to begin this punk podcast. (laughs) And if you haven't guessed already, uh, this is Singles Going Steady 054, and we are talking about... Punk, 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 The punk, punk band, the Sex punk, Pistols. Punk. The Sex Pistols and their very first single, Anarchy in the UK, backed by I Want to Be Me. We're going to be looking at the British release, their very first single on EMI. It was November 1976, the beginning of punk. Uh, the Damned came out with the single first, but the Pistols were the band that everybody saw as the, the shining beacon of punk. And this marked the death of bloated, self-important rock, right? And we never saw it again. <laughs> never. Never came back. <laughs> it was all punk and new wave from then on. Right. Okay, so before we even get going about it, let's go ahead and play the song. You're probably familiar with it if you listen to this podcast. Uh, the Sex Pistols, and this would be uh, Johnny Rotten, Neil Leiden, and uh, Steve Jones, Paul Cook on drums, Steve Jones on guitar, and Glenn Matlock on the bass uh, doing Anarchy in the UK. Here they are.
So anarchy in the UK mm-hmm. and, you know, Britain at that time, you had sort of this great uh, sliding into economic despair. Yes, definitely. Um, Depression. Trail end of, of two labor governments, you know, sort of laying the groundwork for um, Maggie Thatcher, who mm-hmm. came in at the end of the decade. But this is pre-Maggie. Right. And, um, you know, but there was a great deal of, of economic despair. Yeah, a lot of bored, disaffected youth. Uh, yeah, bored, disaffected youth, no no future, right. no hope, <laughs> living off the dole, mm-hmm. uh, nothing to do but smack, I guess. Yeah, council tendencies. Yeah, so pretty bleak um, environment, uh, yeah. obviously laying the groundwork for some type of rejection of the status quo, uh, both politically and musically. And mm-hmm. we get all of those things wrapped into one in this single. So the question is, why is this punk? Why is this punk? Okay, so let's talk about it. Um, because when we listened to the podcast on The Damned, um, y- they played things so fast and frenzied, yeah. The type of music was punk. And they were first, yes, right? That's yes. the first mm-hmm. punk single in first the UK. to get the record out, yes. Right. Uh, the Pistols were touring before they were. Right. But, um, yeah, but, you know, the first to hit the airwaves. Right, exactly. But the Pistols, to me, they're more punk in their attitude yeah. and their presentation and actually the way they handled themselves. Yeah. The music is amazing. Don't get me wrong, but it, it definitely. We were discussing earlier. Yeah, it's, it, a, it's, it's a little more standard. Yeah, right? it's Chuck Berry riffs, um, a lot of Stooges type sludge, um, which is great, you know. But it's it's stripped down. It has that completely unique sound because of uh, Johnny Rotten's voice. Yeah. Um, but it's about the attitude, the pissed offness, the anger. You can hear him screaming. Right through the, through the grooves. Rejection I mean. of complacency, the yes. calling out of complacency, mm-hmm. um, musically and, and, you know, socially, politically. Right. right. And, uh, you know, the music itself, if you really break it down, like we were saying, you know, it had a guitar solo. It has uh, harmony. harmonies, you know. Uh, they're not, they're not uh, deconstructing rock. They're stripping it down, kind of going back to a 50s type thing. Um, but they're not... Uh, deconstructing it like a, a Devo or something like that. Yeah, you know? this is sort of like anti-prog rock, yes. anti-musicianship, yes. anti-sort of self-referential, self-important. Mm-hmm. Just bash it out. Yeah. Yes. Um, the, you can't underestimate the importance of the Sex Pistols. Again, we talked about the Manchester scene. We've gone over the Buzzcocks and uh, uh, Joy Division and New Order and, um, you know, all those bands that saw them in Manchester all went and formed their own bands and tried to form better. You know, Morrissey um, was there and uh, they had a huge, huge influence on pretty much every British punk band and lots of American punk yeah. bands. You and know? They, they certainly were in the UK mm-hmm. and, 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 and across the pond, certainly, to use a cliche, um, certainly were the spark that lit the flame, but yes. they were not DIY, at least from a right. record business standpoint. Right, right? You right. Know, They didn't put out their own single. Right. They, they went right. from an independent label. Not at all. They had a manager who, who right. at least liked to style himself as a, you a know, Svengali persona, the, you know, you know, later becoming a recording artist himself. Malcolm to, McLaren. You know, mm-hmm. that foisting himself, right. mm-hmm. you know, um, 
to be sort of self-important yeah. and be a center of, of attention. Playing this game where he could, he said he got cash from chaos from the band, you know. Right. So there was definitely aspects of of um, presenting, even presenting mm-hmm. at the time, right. the um, Sex Pistols as a pose, but they were not posers. Right. They, they were kind of um, put in a box by their management and record company. And they blew that box into little pieces. Yeah, you know, this, so, they did what they wanted to do. And first time uh, around, this was a short-lived, short-fused phenomenon. Right. I mean, even this single, which was banned in the UK, of course, um, it was climbing the charts. It was 38 in the charts until they appeared on a on a chat show uh, <laughs> called The Bill Grundy Show. And... Uh, with some of their pals and uh, started swearing at them. They, they called used the it, F word that was not farming. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they did the... Um, or friend. Yes. <laughs> they, uh, as soon as they did said the rude words on TV, um, EMI, their major label record company, just dropped them like a stone. And, of course, they went right on to A&M after that and signed up with them. Um, so these guys were not careerists. You can say that. They they were not built to last. Right. Um, They lived the punk. You know, they got bored quickly. They didn't want to do the same things. I mean, Malcolm put them on this ridiculous tour where they had to tour the south south of the United States. Right. We we did not see them. No. You know, we were were kind of young for for that. I was in Massachusetts when the Sex Pistols were happening. Right. We have friends who saw them in Atlanta. Right. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, the Sex Pistols and, you know... The South and Texas, and uh, <laughs> it, it just you know, there's no wonder the band broke up after that tour. It, it you was know? stunt. It was yeah. stunt mm-hmm. booking, stunt right. management. Right. Um. So it wasn't built to last, but it made an amazing impression when that bomb went off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it certainly, you know, launched a thousand bands. Absolutely. So let's play the B side of the single. It's one that's not on the album. Uh, the the band only released one album and four singles. Um, I like this song in particular. It's called I Want to Be Me. Um, Let's play it now. The Sex Pistols, the B-side of Anarchy in the UK from the single in the UK. Second of your life, ruined for life. You wanna ruin me in your mega 
All right, that was I Want to Be Me, and I definitely hear um, Raw Power, um, the actual riff from Raw Power a little bit, kind of uh, played sideways. And what is Raw Power? That is a Stooges song, Iggy and the Stooges. And, uh, of course... And that they, came out at when? Oh, in 69, 70. Right, so, you mm-hmm. know, so, the, the, this was well-established yes. in something. They definitely, the, the Sex mm-hmm. Pistols cut their teeth on. Yeah, and they were famous for doing the song, the Iggy song, No Fun, as well. Um, when they played in San Francisco, that was the only song they played at the show. <laughs> <laughs> played it for 20 minutes. And Truth then in advertising. Ever felt like you've been cheated. So, uh um, we're not going to go into every little bit of history on the Sex Pistols because there is a lot of knowledge out There's there. There's tons of stuff out there, yes. and, mm-hmm. and you know, the, we're not here to mm-hmm. to be a Wikipedia right. of the airwaves. Mm-hmm. But just to to let you know that uh, when when I heard the Sex Pistols, I was in Massachusetts. I was still a tuna, and uh, <laughs> that's a Joey word yes. for uh, <laughs> a, a kid. Yes, and. Um, Immature person. I remember for whatever reason I was I was down in Harvard Square at the Harvard Coop. You were parking your car, weren't you? <laughs> no, no, and uh, no, I wasn't with you. Um, this was um, parking the car. It have it, but um, in the yard, right? Yeah, but it was wicked, wick, wicked good. But um, I bought. They had a big stack of never mind the bollocks at the Harvard Coop, and I got that record very shortly after it came out. And it definitely changed the way I thought about music. Um, it, I took it home, and I was like, what the heck is this? And, uh, you know, I, I listened to it incessantly, you know, annoyed annoyed the parents. And uh, um, obviously it's it's part of my DNA now, you know, any, any, yeah. you know uh, anyone that, that grew up with that music. You know, and part of why we are here is doing this is to explain context. Right. Certainly musically, you can look at Mm -hmm. a chart from, you know, U.S. chart from 77, 78, and it's very sludgy, very overproduced, very Mm -hmm. self-important. You know, uh, on the rockier side of things, you get some prog rock. Yeah. You know, virtuoso, Mm -hmm. navel-gazing, self-important guitar solos. Lots of doodly-doodly-doo. Exactly on that side. Mm -hmm. Um, Sort of self-satisfaction and... Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, middle of the road yacht rock. I mean, it yes, was lots ju- of yacht rock. It was a rather bleak radio mm-hmm. um, uh, landscape. You know, except for you know, you had disco and right. funk, right? Which that, was cool. Was, you know, mm-hmm. we're coming on the edge, but mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it 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 was ripe for you know someone to throw a Molotov cocktail, yes. and that's exactly mm-hmm. what this was musically. Yes, and it it really it really uh, it really blew up and and. You know, pretty much everything we've discussed post-1976 owes something to the Sex Pistols. Right. You know, either in large part or in minor part. Um, This is an extremely influential band. Um, Yeah, it it was um, a watermark, right? Yes. It was Mm -hmm. a watermark in a way. There was everything before the Pistols. There were things after the Pistols. They they were the punk band, I think. Absolutely. You know, um, no doubt. Uh, So... Uh, do we hear anyone covering this? I've been thinking about it, and I, oh. I, I don't have a, a good suggestion at this point. Do you have anybody? Yeah. Um, you know, it was a maybe there needs to be an updated Brexit version. Yes. Um, 
maybe two versions mm-hmm. one one remain and one leave <laughs> um so we'll have dueling yes. anarchy in the uk we certainly <sighs> anarchy in the uk is coming some someday <laughs> maybe now definitely yes, it, uh-huh. it's coming soon right um the only thing i could hear is maybe um the two men they might be giants Oh yeah, with an accordion. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and a drum machine. <laughs> yes, doing doing anarchy in the UK. That that could be fun. But um, well, that that arrangement doing anything could yes, be fun. Yes, <laughs> I like fun, as they say. Right. Um, do you have a recommendation today? Oh uh, well, um, we talked previously about um, seeing a revival of Sid and Nancy. Yes, and Sid and Nancy, you know, was reviled, especially by John Lydon. Right, mm-hmm. thought that it did not treat the pistols very well. Did right. not, you know, put them in the proper context. Mm-hmm. And, yes, and, uh, he said it wasn't realistic. Well, you know, the yeah. point of Sid and Nancy was not realism, right, and, mm-hmm. or uh, historicism, but it's a it's a beautiful film. Yeah, and, I think so, and it's ultimately a love film. Yes, you know? mm-hmm. and um, love of each other and love of drugs, <laughs> and we see which one won. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. um, but you know, it's a beautifully made film. Yes, and, and um, you know, so definitely, mm-hmm. if you've not seen Sid and Nancy, see Sid mm-hmm. and Nancy. Yes, that's Alex Cox did that film. Um, he also did Repo Man, which is one of my all-time favorites, and uh, I, I would plate of shrimp. Yes, indeed, I would definitely uh, uh, concur with your recommendation. The film I'm going to recommend was released in 2000. It's called The Filth and the Fury, and it is by Julian Temple, who was closely associated with the Sex Pistols. He did the Great Rock and Roll Swindle, which is kind of a mess. Um, it's not a recommendation. The Filth and the Fury is more like a real documentary. It has the footage from the Bill Grundy show, which is a must-see, and uh, talks and, to all the members of the band. And Filth and the Fury was the headline that appeared in the paper right. the day following right. the television broadcast. Right, when Come they got dropped by their label. Front page of uh, mm-hmm. Daily Mirror, I think, yes. The Filth mm-hmm. and the Fury. So uh, it's a good movie. Um, it's, it gives you a lot of history of the pistols and what was going on back then. It's, of course, well done. Uh, Julian Temple, we mentioned as uh, doing that uh, Undertones video. Oh, yeah. and our, yeah. <laughs> this is not so cheerful, but uh, um, it's still extremely well done. That would be my recommendation for today. Um, do we have anything else? Um, you know, if you've not listened, Sex Pistols, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, There's only one album, and if you don't have it, you need to get it. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's, you know, talk about required yes. listening. Mm-hmm. Th- this certainly would be it. It's yes. not like you should skip it or no. or can skip it. And, right. I mean, I think it's essential to sort of understand everything. It, it helps you understand what came before as well as what came after. Yes, yes. So that's been our Singles Going Steady 054 for today. The amazing um, beginning of punk, essentially, with the Sex Pistols and their very first single, Anarchy in the UK, and I Want to Be Me. And we will talk to you again soon, little punketeers. We're so pretty. Yes. Pretty vacant. To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com and click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend, and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. 
Zub Records. Records. Smart, Smart sounds, sounds for sharp, sharp people. people. Today.